7 to 8 p.m. Sport On with Tabiso Musia. They were bred differently back then. Honestly, I'd say that them back in the day, they but were if bred. If you had to match, like, Ali with one of the present. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Okay, say it again. So, Ali, Frazier, Foreman, Joshua, Wilder, Fury. Who fights who? Ali, Frazier, Foreman, uh, Joshua, Fury, and Wilder. Huh. I'd like to see Joe Frazier versus Wilder. I'd like to see Foreman versus Joshua. I see Ali versus, um, what's his name? Tyson Fury. Yeah, that would be mad. Yeah, that would be a good one. But I, so I was like, mm, I just I want to see Joe. Smoking Which, yeah. Joe. And a very good evening, everybody, and uh, thank you for joining us on SAFM Spot On this evening with me, Tabi Somosia, uh, Katleko Mudiba, and uh, Timothy producing the show, as uh, Sylvester Komane is our technical producer. Well, that clip that we've opened with, I don't know if you can guess that voice, but it is the mixed martial arts star, Israel Adesanya, the Nigerian. He was just giving his views on a few questions that he was asked there and about the possible fights that he would like to see. So interesting uh, to see, to hear that Israel Adesanya is... um, he knows exactly what's going on in the world of boxing and uh, he tells us which fights that he would like to see. Interesting one there. What a talent he is. I watched him in his last UFC fight. A lot of people were saying, ah, he just gets the job, the job done. He's not impressive. He's not fleshy. But he still gets the job done. And I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. And on that note, I think we need to do more UFC on a Boxing Wednesday. Yeah. UFC, EFC, we're going to try and accommodate you guys. So that's why we played that clip of Israel Adesanya. Not tonight, but going forward, I think we will try and integrate UFC and EFC here on the show. But tonight it is a Boxing Wednesday. And the entire hour, we're going to talk about boxing. For the past two weeks, our Boxing Wednesdays have been disrupted. And understandably so, too. Last week, the president uh, spoke to us. So we had to take that address live. And the week before, it was Kaiser Chiefs appointing a new coach in Kevin Hunt and you know when something happens at Chiefs you have to drop everything because it is arguably the biggest club in the country uh, so this pushed back a conversation then that we were going to have with promoter Mr. Ayanda Matiti of uh, Matiti of Club Promotions he has been listening to our conversations over the past few weeks about the way forward for boxing in South Africa with the new board set to be appointed and with the CEO uh, resigning also so that position also still needs to be filled uh, Ms. Sininkomo is in charge of course at the moment and as she's hit the ground running and doing a fantastic job from where I'm sitting. So we've heard from a number of stakeholders including Nika Kumalo who wants to sit on the board, the former boxer himself, Mr. Loiso Mkia, the former COO and acting CEO of Boxing South Africa who had interesting views even boxing scribe Mr. Bongani Makasela was calling for boxing to become independent, move away from the rule or the guide of parliament. Some agreed with him, others did not agree with him so tonight we will get the views of a promoter in Mr. Ayanda Matiti just to find out what he thinks the way forward for boxing should be and also we can find out what are the challenges then um as promoters that they face when it comes to boxing and how can things improve. Uh, but before that, we also want to find out more about one of the boxers that will be fighting next month in a TLB Boxing Promotions Tournament, which is scheduled for the 17th of October. That is the Joyce Kungwane-led promotion company. And uh, we've even received a poster. She sent us a poster here on the 17th of October. It is all going down. Uh, still alive and punching. That's what is titled. you remember she had this tournament before the COVID-19 situation and then all uh, boxing had to be suspended so she's back now and she was actually on the show and uh, she told us that they've had to replace Heki Badler because um, his opponent could not make it to South Africa so he's been replaced by Uno Meva who's going to be fighting against Prince Romo there's also Gabisile Chabalala against Sindisiwe Ngube and then the main bout the evolution Tulani Mbenge up against Katembo Kuveza from the DRC. So tonight we've spoken to Tulani on the show and I'm sure we'll catch up with him closer to the time. But we want to find out more about Katembo Kuveza. And does he understand how big a fight this is against the evolution? Because if he pulls one here, if he gets one over Tulani Mbenge, I think it will open a lot of doors here uh, for Katembo Kuveza. So um, Katembo Kuveza cannot speak 
English, of course, uh, well, he's from the DRC, uh, so he's comfortable in French. So we've invited then his manager, Patrick Bonnieme, just to talk to us about Katembo Kuvesa. And we'll also hear from one of the trainers of Katembo Kuvesa just to find out more about this fight. And I think as we go along, we're going to try and profile as many of the boxers uh, that we can here. Maybe those that are not really known in South Africa. I think it's important that we give them a platform there. So also, if you have boxers, do get in touch with us and uh, let us know who you would like us to profile or if there's anything boxing related, guys, that you are doing please let us know uh, we will give you the platform here to come in and tell us and come share your story you can always email us my email address is my surname it's mosiat at sabc.co.za it's as simple as that mosiat t for tabi so at sabc.co.za but up next let's find out more than about katembo kuvesa we're going to speak to patrick bunyeme up next if you have any questions any comments you can always uh, send us voice notes to this whatsapp number 061 or you can call us directly 089 104207. Our SMS line is 41391. And then later on the show, we'll speak to uh, Mr. Ayanda Matiti of Traba Promotions. For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. Okay, so boxing is back. You heard from uh, the acting CEO, Ms. Sindinkomo, last week. She gave us the breaking news that they've been allowed to resume uh, tournaments. It wasn't clear, though, if it's going to be behind closed doors or not, because all the restrictions on sporting events still applied when uh, the president spoke to us uh, last week. So we're still waiting for more clarity on that. But she did mention that TLB promotions were one of the first ones to be out the blocks. And uh, see, they've got their tournament lined up here. And we're going to find out about Katembo Kuvesa and Pet- Patrick Bunyeme joins us on the line. Patrick, good evening from us here on SAFM. Thank you very much for speaking to us tonight. Yeah, good evening, Masia. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Firstly, how how are you? How has the COVID-19 period been for, for boxing and the boxers that you look after? No, the COVID, uh, you know, it was so hard for us because especially we're preparing for the title fight against uh, Tulan Mbengi. Mm. That fight was cancelled, I think, a week before. So it was so hard. Sure. It was so hard for us, but at least we did try to manage to to look after our boxers. Oh, that's good then. I'm interested to find out, were you able to apply to the relief fund for your boxers or did you have to look after them yourself? No, you know, we did try to apply, but it, did, uh, it, 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 it didn't go well because of we are foreigners. It was only for uh, citizens, so... But oh, we got okay. also some South African boxers, mm. they did benefit on it. And they were successful. Yes. Okay, that's good to hear. Then you must be happy now that uh, the, that boxing is back and there's a tournament scheduled for the 17th of October. Yes, I'm so happy. I'm so happy for the decision from the the government to allow boxing to resume. Uh, and then today we did we did go for the the COVID test with all the boxers. I mean with the with Katembo and mm. all the boxers that's going to take part on the 17th. Okay, that's good. We're going to find out more about Katembo, but let's find out more about you. You are boxing manager, Patrick. How many boxers then are under your belt or do you look, up, uh, do you look after? Yeah. I've got, well, I've got more, than, more than 25 boxers, almost 30 boxers with this, from different nationalities. South African, Congolese, uh, Ghana, Uganda, Nigeria. We've got... Almost all the boxers. Mm. And how long have you been in the in the business for in the industry and being a boxing manager? I've been a boxing manager for almost like you know, almost like all my life. I've, I've been in, in, I've been into boxing, but I've been managing for for the past three years now. Mm. And how do you describe the role of a boxing manager? Educate us here, Patrick. What exactly does a boxing manager do? The role of a boxing manager: you have to look after the, your boxers. You have to. It's like a father with the with his kids, so you have to to look after your boxers. Do you even have to look after your boxers outside the ring? Do you look after their affairs or do you advise them? I used to look after them inside the ring and outside the ring. Mm. You need to advise them. You have to take care of them. You have to, it's like you've got a kid in the, in your house. And do they take that advice? Yes, they used they used to. They used to, not anymore. No, they they always taking my advice. Mm. You know, all the, all of my boxers they used to to get advice from me. Even if they've got their own problem, they used to come come to me and explain to me about their problem, uh-huh. so that we can try to find a way to to sort it out. And you are from the DRC, right? Yes, I'm from the DRC. 
Yeah, how would you describe the state of boxing in the DRC? Because we see a lot of guys coming here to South Africa from the DRC. You know, you know, South Africa is a good platform for boxing. It is a good platform for boxing. That is why most of the the, the Congolese boxers be able to come here and, and perform here in South Africa. Why is it a good platform? What does South Africa offer you that you don't get back home? No, you know the infrastructure that you got in, you can get in South Africa. At South Africa, they've got almost everything, all the infrastructure that for for for, for professional boxers. But back back home, you can't get all those facilities. Mm. Yes, that is why most of the boxers they used to come to South Africa to try to to move to the next level for their for for their career. So, how do you describe the state of boxing then back home? Instead of boxing back home, they've got they've got they've got everything, but they don't have the technique. Mm. They are strong. Congolese boxers, they are strong. I can't lie to you, they are strong. But here in South Africa, we need that that fineness, that technique. That is why you are. I'm always with Coach Shabalala because of he's got that technique to, to to boost our boxers. Okay, that's interesting. That makes sense. We spoke to Ilunga Makabu the other day, a WBC champion. How is he? Is yeah. he? Uh, how is he rated back home? Is he well known? Ilunga Makabu, it's number one boxer in, in Congo right now. It's number. It's rated number one boxer in Congo. And would you say he gets the respects that he des- the respect that he deserves in Congo, uh, Junior? Uh, you know, Ilunga Makabu. It's always with the president in Congo. He can see the president without any audience. Anytime you want to see the, the, the president, he's going to go there and see the president. He's well known in Congo. You know, when, 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 when he's traveling to Congo, you find maybe it's like it's, called, it's, it's, it's like the it's it's holiday. <laughs> I mean, it's like a, it's like a holiday because of people, they're going to they'll be celebrating to receive it from the airport. Really? Yes. And, and why it's is he? Yes. He's a big name in Congo right now. And I was saying, why is he a big name? Why is he is he so popular? It's so popular because of boxing. Mm. You know, with boxing, it's so popular because of boxing. And I'm sure then he's an inspiration to up-and-coming young boxers from the DRC. I mean, they've got somebody from their own country that's a WBC champion. It doesn't get bigger than that. Yeah, yes, that is why it's one of the reasons that most of the, the, the boxers they used to come to South Africa because of they want to to to, to, to follow to, to, uh, on the footsteps of Ilunga Makabu because of Ilunga Makabu, he gets famous in South Africa. Mm. Yes. Did he get famous here before he was famous back home? No, no, he was. He, he, he did get famous here in South Africa. Then he did translate in Congo. Ah. Uh. And how big yes. was his last fight? Because you mentioned that he's close to the president, and I believe they were in attendance for that WBC fight. Yes, even the president was there also. He was there before the fight, during the fight, and after the fight. No, then no, then I can I can believe you then because everybody that we spoke to reckons that Ilunga Makabu is a big name uh, back in the DRC and rightly so because he is a WBC a champion. And for those not familiar, maybe with boxing from the DRC, Patrick, who are the other boxers that you can tell us about? Because there are quite a few that have come down to South Africa. Yes, I've got, I've got, I've, yes, I've got. I like from my from from my own team. Mm. I've got. I've got uh, bigger boxers. I've got, I've got strong boxers. Even Flo Simba is one of my boxers. Yes, Flo Simba. Yes, yes, yes. Flo Simba is also one of my boxers. Big name. Flo Simba is my nature. Yes, big name here in South Africa. Mm. I've got Kuvesa Katembo. Kuvesa mm. Katembo is, is the next big, t- uh, uh, big thing in, in boxing in Africa. I can't lie to you. That boy, you can close your eyes when he's fighting, but you know that at the end of the fight, you'll be victorious. And that's why we want. That's who we want to find out about. He's fighting against Tulani Mbenge and next. But what more? Why? Why do you think he's so good? In your opinion, Katembo? I know he's your boxer, but why is he so good? Katembo is so good because of he's got that mixing of Congolese strongness and the fineness of Chabalala, John Chabalala. Mm. So because John Chabalala, this changed almost everything on on Katembo.
And when did you come across Katembo? Uh, I think, you know, Katembo is always in and out in South Africa. When we've got fight, we used to come maybe three months before, then we're going to prepare him until he's going to go to the fight and win and come back. Is he well? And go back to Congo and come back. It's always in and out. Oh, so he travels between South Africa and Congo? And Congo, yes. But right now, since, since the, 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 the outbreak, it, 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 it remains in South Africa now. Mm. Because of the border was too close. So. And then the fight was postponed, was cancelled. So now at least we've got a new date. And how do you rate? How do you see his chances against Tulani Mbenge? Because that's a big name here in South Africa. Now, Tulani Mbenge is a big name in South Africa, but compared to Katembo, Katembo, Katembo is stronger than Tulani. I can't lie. I was, I've, I've been seeing Tulani for more than five years now. But he can't match Katembo. You think so? He can't match Katembo. The he evolution. The Tulani Mbenge that we know, the evolution. Yes, you know, that evolution, that evolution, Katembo is going to stop that evolution. I can't lie to you. That evolution was already stopped in Germany by an average boxer. So what about Katembo? The person who did beat him in, in, in Germany, he can't fight Katembo. Katembo is stronger than bo- that boxer. He is quicker than that bo- boxer also. Because I know that Tulani can't fight with a quicker boxer. I remember that fight against, I think it was Sebastian Formella. For, was it Formella? Yeah, Sebastian Formella. Yes, Sebastian Formella from Germany. I, but I'm not sure about the result there. It was a hometown decision there, Patrick, eh? Uh, no, it was no, it was not like that. It was not like that. Check the, if we can check that fight properly. You see that Tulani didn't fight. Mm. He was fighting. You know, when you are fighting a technician boxer, you must know how to fight a technician boxer. Oh, so you think maybe that's where he lost it, Tulani? He lost because of that. Okay, we're going to speak to the trainer, John Chabalala, up next. But I'm still interested in your in the boxers from the DRC. Where is um? Oh man, the name just oh the name just kicked my head now. I'm gonna remember George Chimanga. John Chimanga John Chimanga is like his normal fighting. Mm. He stopped fighting. Is it? Yes. Why? Any reason for that? I don't I, I don't know. I don't know. But he was not also under under my my, my my he was not my from my team, but I know that it's normal fighting. Oh. But I know all the Congolese boxers. I know all of them. All the Congolese boxers. And so, who else now can we look out for now besides Katembo that you've mentioned? Who else can we keep an eye on and come back to you in a couple of months and say, Patrick, you were right? Except Katembo, yes. we've got also uh, Enrique Slando from Angola. That's one. It's just like Katembo. Mm. Enrique Slando. You can keep, not that name, Enrique Slando. We used to call him Spartacus. Enrique Slando Spartacus. It's one of the, the boxers that one day, maybe in two years, will be world champion. Katembo and, and Enrique Slando. Okay, interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note of those names. I will remind you in two years, and let's see if um if if your word is good there. But thanks for speaking to us, uh, Patrick. And, and that, sorry, yes? sorry, sorry. And that also there is also there is a a, a boxer that we are preparing. He's a South African. Oh, okay. Who's that? Tanga. He just can't produce yet. Tanga. Ntanga. Ntanga. Yes, from Lipopo. Really? That boy, that boy, I'm sure from next year will be a South African champion. <laughs> no pressure, eh? No pressure. Next year will be a South African champion. We just, we're still polishing him. Mm. And which but other South Africans do you look after? Well, now that you've mentioned Tanga. We've got also a... We've got also a girl, some, uh, two, two South African female boxers. Mm. There are three, there are three. That you look after? Yes. Okay. Now you must keep us updated then. Uh, we're going to follow you and we're going to follow your progress. But thanks for speaking to us, uh, Patrick. So you say South Africa has been good to you coming from the DRC? Yes, yes. And then we, we, we can't wait to, 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 to rumble South Africa. With Chabalala, we'll rumble South Africa. For sure. We're going to watch you on the 17th of October. You you talk a good game, so we hope that you can pick it up. We're going to follow your progress. And have you been able to train well during lockdown? Is everything fine? There'll be no fitness excuses or anything like that? 
no, no, no. All the books have been they're in good health. All of them. And 17th October is confirmed. The tournament is going on. It's going on. It's going on. And then we can't we can't wait to 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 to, to, to finish with with Tulani. We can't wait to finish. You know they they've been trying to to duck this fight. But really? This this time this time we we are there for him. We are going there for him. So so yes, to... they've been trying they've been trying to to duck the fight. Why? They've been trying to avoid this this fight. I don't know. No, are you serious, Patrick? I'm serious. They've been trying to avoid this fight. Okay, we're going to put that question to Tulani and his camp and find out why then are they trying to avoid Katembo? I believe we've got a, do we have a caller? Do we have a voice note? We've got a voice note. Just hang in there um, for us there, Patrick. Okay, thank you. Uh, good evening, Chaviso. Uh, Chaviso and your team. Um, I don't have a question or a comment on, 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 on the gentleman that you have in, on, on studio. I have a comment or a question regarding the bill that his boxer and Utulani Mbenge will fight. One, will that bill be televised? So please get us the, the promoter of the bill. We want to, to, to watch that bill. Whether, whether it's televised uh, via Supersport, via SAPC, or, 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 or via that streaming, uh, from 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 East London would love to just to watch local boxing after all this time, and 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 secondly, Tabiso, please get us a minister of sport. We need to know why we are allowed to go to taverns and 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 beaches and all this stuff, but where there's no social distancing, but we are not allowed to go and watch football, whether football, boxing or rugby, but there. You can easily, easily do a social distance, which you see. Okay, thanks for that, uh, Juicy. Do we have another one here? Okay, that's the only one. We're going to find out from you from Joyce Kungwane. Maybe she is listening and she can get in touch with us and she can tell us about the TV. We actually, you're not the first person, Juicy, to call her to ask for the Minister of Sport. So uh, we will reach out to the Minister of Sport and we'll see if we can invite uh, the Minister of Sport just to come and talk to us about a lot of things re- regarding boxing and, and also the point uh, that you've mentioned here. Patrick, before I forget, I've just, I just remembered another boxer, Marius Matamba. That one is, that one is promising, eh? Yes, Marius Matamba is a good boxer, but he's from, from Congo, Brazzaville. Oh, he's from Congo, Brazzaville. Yes. Yes, he's, in the, he's from the same camp with Tulane Mbenge. Yes, at the Smith Gym. I've seen him training there at the Smith Gym there, Marius Matamba. Yes. And he was yes. also based in the in the Western Cape. Yes, yes. And in your in your opinion? In your opinion, is he one to watch? I know he's not your boxer, but is he one to watch? Yeah, he's a good boxer. He's a good boxer. He's a good boxer. I wish he was in my team. If he was in my, my team, I don't think that he was going to lose his last fight. Okay. Do we have another caller on the line? Okay, let's go to the lines here. Good evening. Who's joining us here? Uh, good evening to me, sir. Andre, how are you doing? <laughs> Andre Tyson, is that you? Yeah, always good. Always good, my man. Always good to listen to you guys. Thanks for getting in touch with us. What do you want to add here? Do you know these guys we're talking about? Andre, your former the, boxer yourself. I know the guys you're talking about, and I know Patrick always supports his boxers, and he's always positive about his boxers. <laughs> But I think I think Patrick knows that there's two DRC boxers in South Africa, and the one is Ilunga Makabu, yes, and the other one is Emmanuel Colombo. Oh yeah, uh, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Colombo took care of both his boxers, and he knocked both his boxers out. So if you want to talk about the best in Africa uh, in that weight division? You talk about Emmanuel Colombo. Yes, I remember. And, 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 yeah. and Patrick knows that. Yes, Colombo fought the bulldog. <laughs> no, he's the guy that fought Ngulla Komsongo. Yes. Yes, I yes. remember actually Colombo. So, how do you see this fight of Katamba and Tulani Mbenga Andre Taisa? It's, it's a very interesting fight. And, and Patrick knows me. Me and him always, before the fight, we stand together and discuss the fight. To me, it is a big step for Kuvesa. I think uh, Tools is uh, fast. And speed is there. And on the day, I think Sean has to prove that he 
he took the rust away from Mbenge uh, uh, um, after the former uh, form, form fight. Okay, good one. We'll take your word here, Andre. Before I let you go, I believe you guys have something that's going on. You have a group going on there on the side. Is there anything you can tell us about the group or is it too early? Uh, it's a bit too early and we're still working on the group. Um, and we want to get everything sorted. And when we move forward with the group, that um, we can go straight to the minister and do do some work with them. Um we need to get all our facts straight in line, what we want to do and how we want to do it. So what's the group uh, we, about? Uh, it's Save Our Boxing. Oh, is it? Uh, it's, it's a Save Our Boxing. It, it's, it's a way forward with boxing. It's a way um, to look at people that are involved with boxing to get them back and get the whole system working again. Um, we got a lot of support in, uh, from the SA, SA Boxing people that wants to see boxing go ahead forward. Um, it has just been very difficult at the moment with uh, this coronavirus, so you can't have meetings, you can't have discussions, you try to do everything over the phone, so it's been a bit difficult, but uh, now that more time has been given to us to, to open up and to meet people, we can do that. Okay, now we're going to catch up with you, Andre, and find out more about this group, but thanks. for. Before you go, Patrick, do you want to say anything to Andre? Do you disagree or agree? And we are joined here by the big boss at Club Promotions, Ayanda Matiti. Good evening, sir. Thank you very much for joining us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, Tabiso. Good evening to to your listeners as well. Firstly, boxing is back. I see tournaments are returning. Uh, Is that a big relief for you? Well, uh, yes and no, Tabiso. Um, my, My response is vague. Um, because um, boxing is supposed to return uh, back to South Africa fully fledged. Um, when I say um, in full scale, I mean if if boxing is um, a science and um, art for the masses, then the masses must also be found in the return of boxing. So if if you are returning boxing and um, you are still saying there will not be any spectators, then it means there's there's something uh, problematic about the return of boxing. So so it's something that still needs to be interrogated from where I'm seated by the fraternity and those that are in charge uh, of engaging the the minister of sports um, so that uh, we can have a... And a, a collective uh, appreciation of its return, um, which will have fruit, um, and everybody else would, would be satisfied by its return. So, do you agree with those? For example, we had a voice note from Juicy here who says, "But who says, but taverns are being opened, but fans are not allowed at boxing tournament do, tournaments." Do you agree with those with those sentiments? Well, I do agree with the sentiments. 
uh, it's, it's almost illogical. Um, you, you know, when, when the president made um, the announcement to the nation, um, he spoke of events um, uh, and gatherings, and, and he used the word gatherings consistently, um, that um, the number will increase from 50, um, and, and it will be 50% of the space where the event is to be held, but not exceeding 250. Now, if, if, if that is for churches, if that is for funerals, um, uh, an establishment where people enjoy themselves, um, and then you say sporting activities must still remain without any spectators, then there's something wrong with that logic. There's something wrong with that reasoning. What I, in fact, I did not expect that the president to be detailed it was the responsibility of the minister mm. to then define uh, activities and activations that are within his uh, sector. And, and, and he, he should be engaged by the outgoing board, by ourselves, if there's a space, people that are in the fraternity, to fine-tune and say, if there's, there's 1.5 meters, um, if people are wearing, wearing masks, what, what is it that will kill the activation of the sport if people um, have the number um, of the venue uh, with all the measures uh, that, are t- that are undertaken by different um, activities or gatherings that we see in South Africa or in the country? We were told by the acting CEO that when they applied for boxing to return, the stakeholders were all involved and she was grateful and thankful to the stakeholders for playing their part. Were you one of those stakeholders in, in, in submitting a proposal for the return? Well, well, my, my hate space has not been um, on the ground, per se, primarily because, you know, I knew that it was just an academic exercise. Because, because when you are returning something, um, when the submission and that which the minister approved that got people excited that boxing is coming back, it it was before um, uh, the the president had announced that the country is moving to level one. Mm. So so <laughs> you would have expected that the the minister would have uh, withheld um, their approval because if the approval has been submitted long before when, when the country was in level three or, or, or four. And then you give the approval that coincides with the announcement of the president when he uh, announces that the country is going to level, level one. There's, there's something very wrong about um, your, your, your sensitivity to the plight of those that are actually involved in that particular sector. Uh, so there's nothing new when, because, because as I'm saying that it's academic, uh, because when when the country goes to level one, what uh, the minister, uh, what the minister was supposed to look at, is the sport before uh, the lockdown. What was the what characterized the sport before the lockdown, and then say if the president says gatherings will be allowed uh, to have 50 percent, not more than 50 percent of their original space. Or venue, then whatever that he then approves, that is then uh, filtered in the approval. So I'm saying beyond this point, the minister still needs to be engaged so that uh, when boxing tournaments are taking place, um, there is consistency with the language of, of the commander in chief and those that are serving under him, which, which are ministers. In, in. Of course, this must be aligned with different departments. I mean, taxis now. It's a taxi is, is full. It's no longer um, 80% or whatever percentage that uh, the Minister of Transport had agreed with the taxi association. You see, part of the weaknesses that we have in South Africa is that all other formations uh, represent themselves. So, so when, when you are then um, not... Um, directly consulted, uh, you don't know uh, the extent and the impact of the submission as and when it lends to 
the office of the minister, or even if it is correct, but you, you do not really appreciate the, whether the audience uh, had passion in responding to the plight as it was submitted. So, so, so there are a number of flaws with that process. Okay, and I think it's another call here for the minister to just come and uh, speak to the community of boxing here on the show and we'll try and put that, that request up as early as uh, tonight or tomorrow. But let's just move right along um, on that note of lockdown. I know you are big on celebrating Madiba Month. You've done it for the past few years and you couldn't host it this year because of COVID-19. As a promoter, though, in general, how were you affected by COVID-19 and the lockdown? Um. Well, well, you will not um, have a promoter, Kabiso, um, existing outside of the fraternity. Your boxers, your managers, your trainers, your spectators, your fans, uh, your media, print and electronic, your comment. So, so we've all been affected negatively. But ourselves, you would you would imagine that for the past three, no, 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 four years. We've, our annual calendar is very consistent, um, celebrating democracy in Sultan in April, celebrating um, the 1976 generation in June. Mm. Um, it would have been the seventh annual celebration of Madiba as a boxer. September would be celebrating heritage. December would be, it would be our international um, Night of Champions annual event, preceding our fourth annual um, gala dinner. Uh, so, so, so all of those, if if you have it an, an event in December, um, it would have been preceded by events that would have taken place uh, during the year, uh, where we would be choosing the best boxer, the best knockout boxer of the year, best officials. We would have a category where we celebrate um, the the heroes that came before the the athletes that are in existence now in boxing, either. Um, the stars, international stars between the period of 1990 and, and 2000. So, so, so all of that um, has not taken place because of uh, COVID and the lockdown. But um, it, we must not uh, talk as if there has not been a development. Mm. As I had said earlier on, mm. that uh, we all listen to the president. But um, what we needed. Um, or what needs to happen is for the minister um, to internalize. Because when you are a minister of sports, arts, um, recreation, arts and culture, it then means from the sporting fraternity, you must know the, the, the you must have an interface with the soccer fraternity, the rugby fraternity, the, the netball fraternity, as they were crying out as well themselves, the boxing fraternity. So that as you land into whatever document you sign, you you would have appreciated that uh, if there are any cries beyond that internal intense consultation, it would be because they, those you could not really respond to. But as it were now, um, I think mean, I mean boxing is one of the... I think I normally characterize the sport as a sport that is unfortunate um, in, in the context of it. Um, receiving priority attention in, in all the previous ministers that uh, have been appointed as ministers of sports recently. I mean, you have your minister, Martin Teto, who has not met with the boxing fraternity, correct. Um, you have uh, the outgoing minister, and of course, Minister Kasa before, he, before him uh, met with promoters uh, after his real attempt. There's, there's also Minister Tulas who has never met with the fraternity. So, um, but if there's a new minister in South Africa, you you they'll need get leadership, they'll need social leadership, and all and, and what have you. So 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 you have uh, boxing being the, at the bottom of the heap in terms of the will that is there politically uh, to appreciate its needs, its plight, and and if. Um, the um, boxing does not assume priority in the direction of the minister. Then we'll be we'll continue to be complaining, talking to you on FAFM and, and anywhere else about what ought to have happened that did not happen when when it does not have that or rather enjoy that.
priority um, as a, as a, one of the uh, great sports in South Africa. I would I would still argue. On that note, then Ayanda Matiti, some people believe that boxing should move away from the guidance of of Parliament. Uh, where do you stand on this? I agree with with that fully. In fact, uh, that that is the resolution that we took um, as far back as 2013 in the last Indaba Inda. in Pretoria. Mm. Now you can imagine that boxing fraternity has last met in 2013, but ministers have changed uh, places. Uh, be, between 2013, then it was Minister Maluri, who was the Minister of Sport when we met in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. And we're very clear uh, that uh, the act, uh, in fact, boxing is the only sport that is governed through an act of parliament. And he said we must move away from that because uh, um, it's an anomaly and it, it locks the ability of the sector to, to imagine um, because because boxing internationally is um, developing at a very faster pace. Already we're part of uh, Africa as a continent. We've, we've taken some of the initiatives very late. And I would say we're 20 years behind. Now you, you then um, log boxing through arrangements of the earth. Uh, so so the, those are the things that we, we, we dealt with. At the time, there were a number of arguments that, look, in South Africa, there's a, a consultation for a combat sports bill that would, a bill that would be talking to all combat sports. So we then said, um, how do you stop intervening in a crisis that is being presented by the fraternity uh, in lieu of something that has not even taken place in South Africa that we are imagining? Then we ended up resolving that uh, uh, part of the steps uh, that we should pursue in abolishing the act. The first one would be to breathe life to the uh, provincial commission that uh, South Africa used to have. Um, in, in the context of our own Eastern Cape, there was a border commission. There would have been a housing commission, KZN, and, and what is the first state. So that that has been the responsibility of the board. So so, so you can't even hold someone responsible. Uh, a board that was there in in 2015 has since been changed. So you can't then say, have you responded, delivered on that mandate mm. that we have written? Okay, let me just take a call quickly before we go to the break. Colin, I didn't see you were there. Thanks for holding on. Good evening. <laughs> you didn't see. <laughs> Tabizu, good evening. And good evening to your guest. Good evening, Colin. Now, Tabizu, in the late 80s, early 90s, that good upsending Cape Town used to be crowded to watch boxing. I used to go there myself. Now, we had guys like Tap Tap Magatini and uh, Little Baby Jake and Soweto, Rose of Soweto, Ding Down the Bell, and those guys. And you know something? Ever since that, I would say in the last 20 years, you don't even actually see much on on, on the TV mm. about boxing and things like that, like we saw those days. My question is this. Are the youngsters of today saying to themselves, it's not worthwhile going into the ring because the purse money is not good? Because... Promoters, managers, SA Boxing, they are giving our boxers a raw, a raw deal. Okay. And yeah. I myself, if I, if I was a youngster and I, and I look at the, at, at the way SA Boxing is, mm. I wouldn't go and get myself punch drunk and, and can just barely afford to pay my rent at the end of the month after a fight. Because the promoters get it, the managers get it, Everybody gets a, a poor boxer gets a raw deal. Now, I would like your guest to answer that okay. question. Loud and clear. Colin, we've got you. Let's also take this voice note and then we'll let Mr. Matiti uh, respond. Good evening, Tabiso and Uayanda. Uh, Tabiso, two questions for Uayanda. One, 
does he think that epoxing should still remain under the south african act or under the parliament should be regulated still by a government because under our government epoxing has been dwindling mm. for an example in island and there are only two promoters him and e rumble and all over there are only two or three promoters that are hosting e fights so under our government epoxing has been dwindling is it not the time for epoxing to take the same step that e football e rugby and e cricket took they must be stand alone and they must negotiate their deals and and and, and invite more business uh, second will he be hosting any tournaments this year whether they are fans or not leading sport stories of the day on SAFM Thanks for those questions, Jusia and uh, Colin. We've answered part of your question, Jusia. But Colin wants to know, uh, Ayanda, if boxing is still attractive to youngsters because he says there are no stars anymore. Well, I beg to differ. There are stars. Um, uh, but um, whether or not we can, um, ourselves who are players in the space, uh, hold the sword without the private sector and... Um, the broadcasting networks, uh, broadcasting boxing in times that are uh, considerate and relevant to the South Africans. For example, Tabi, so you you know um, about Colin speaks about Good Hope Center. Mm. It produced Nika Kumalo. It later produced Zongefana and a number of boxers from that. But boxing was shown live on SAPC on Sunday after soccer. Now, now, part of um, what has contributed to the death of boxing is um, it coming back on SABC, which is a public broadcaster. That's where you got most of your viewership. And then it comes back at 10 on Friday. Most of the youngsters are out partying. Most of people are partying. Um, so, so if you have it just after soccer, whether soccer, prime soccer is playing on Saturday or Sunday afternoon, you would contribute in, in, in bringing up the, the sport and it will, in my own view, be one of the top sports, as it were. Okay. Juicy, so, I want people to... Choose, yes? People choose, just to answer Colin's food uh, sure. fully, um, you choose to be a promoter, but when you choose to be a promoter, you don't take your own money and promote boxing. You build, develop a business case. Some of us do take our own money and, and sustain boxing. It also responds to Tuesday in passing mm-hmm. that we've been bleeding ourselves uh, through our own personal funds because you must tell the broadcaster if 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 people were to know um, the deals that promoters get into with the broadcaster because that that space is also a contested terrain. But it, apart from that, um, they used to be historically um, your your son international with LREN cross side with role players in boxing. Those were private companies that were in the space. They left. The last to leave was Vodacom. So so the the press is also in, in linked to revenue generated into the, that particular event. So 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 without that and it will need a, a collective a contribution to reactivate that uh, uh, attraction or attraction to the sport from the private sector, as it were. Um, I am um, uh, thinking about uh, hosting a tournament, but I've not finalized that thought because I must look at the underlying factors, uh, as I've mentioned now. Uh, what what would be the nature and, and, uh, of the tournament? But obviously, as I've said earlier on when we started engaging, the minister must then relax and revise what he signs. Uh, because you, you must look at what the president says and then talk to what the minister is talking to. If, if for example, um, the, I have a deal with the broadcasting network or a particular fund, um, and, and then there's just people boxing, you know, without any spectators, any whatsoever, it, it kills uh, whatever that attempt that either one is making from this corner or that corner. 
Okay. I'm not sure if yes, I'm no, that. I hear you, I hear you loud and clear. I just want to play this voice note here and I want to read a message that I've just received. I want to see if you agree with it. But let's play the voice note. DT, I hope you're well along with the SAFM listeners. Like, your guest is bringing back memories and such. So I just want to keep it short. I just want to ask that you bring along um, the three kings of SA boxing back in the mid-2000s when I was watching it on Blow by Blow. Cash as the hitman, Baloui, Mzonkafana, and Hokma Kepone. Like, just bring those guys on. Like, we need to talk. Because I remember there was this one conference, <laughs> this one prince conference between Cash as Baloui and Mzonkafana. <laughs> and <laughs> Mzonkafana, he was emphasizing the point that it was more the fight. I think it was for the, the title. But Mzongefano was emphasizing it was less about the title and more about the money. And when he said it's about the money, he pulled out like a crumpled like amount of notes over there. In his hand over there. <laughs> he was <laughs> emphasizing it strongly. But on a more serious note, like if you could bring on Mzongefano <laughs> and um, just bring upon his experience because he's a legend of the game in SA and yeah, thank you for the great show as always. Thanks for that. You are reminding me of something here. But actually, we've actually had all three of them here on the show. We've had the hit, the hitman, Cassius Baloy. We've had um, Zonke Fana, the Rose of Kailich. And I'm, I'm sure he is listening right now. He always listens to the show, Mzonke, and sends me WhatsApp messages. So we're going to bring them back. And you're taking us back to, was it 08 or 09 when Mzonke fought Cassius? But Cassius won that fight, I remember. I can't remember when it was. And Sajin then says, politicians must do what they are good at. Leave boxing to sportsmen. That is, uh, or former boxers. Thank you, Sajin, for that. Ayana Matiti, if you agree, we're going to have to invite you back here because there's a message from somebody who is uh, well-known in the boxing community who's asked us to have a broader debate about this thing of boxing moving away from the act. He does not entirely agree with you, but I want to pick up the conversation with him online. And then if he does want to come on air, and then we can bring you back and we can expand further on this uh, conversation because I think it's an important one because I also want to get your thoughts on the makeup of the board, on the position of the CEO, what qualities are needed here. So if you agree with us, we will try and bring you back next week and uh, we can continue this conversation. No, 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 it's, it's, it's fine. Um, but but first things first, Tabiso, because what is what is awaiting the, the fraternity now? Because there are a number of uh, challenges in the, that are faced by the sport. Of course, mm. these ones are what is what people see at face value. Mm. You, you, there needs to come a time where the minister appoints a good energetic board of boxing. Okay. I'm going to leave it right there and I'm going to pick it up from there next week. That's exactly where I wanted to go. I wanted to find out from you, well, how should the makeup of the board be? Is it just former boxers? Are you good enough? Because you are a former boxer, so we need more time for this. And I'll speak to the person that sent us the message offline to see if he's willing to come on and debate this matter with Ayanda Matiti. But let's leave it there for now. Boxing to look forward to this weekend. The Shallow Brothers are in action. They excite me. I know some people are not too crazy about them, but I'm looking forward to seeing the Shallow Brothers in action.